This is Seven Sport. Hello and good morning and welcome to Bertie's for Breakfast live this Saturday 21st of August. It's a little bit wet outside, a little bit grey, a little bit murky. It's FA Cup day, isn't it? Of course it is. FA Cup preliminary round fixtures taking place today. A couple of long away trips for our sides. A couple of sides at home if you're thinking of a loose end. Um, and I think I have something to do uh, today. Plenty of Gloucestershire football action is taking place. Obviously, the big uh, event of the day, Gloucester City marking their return to Meadow Park. First league game in front of fans for 14 years. It's going to be a momentous occasion um, and one that everyone will savour. Um, we've also got full list of fixtures in the County League, Northern Senior League and also the Stroud League kicks off today as well. So football is back, baby, it is back and there's no excuse to to you know not be at a game today really, in my opinion. Tell the missus, tell the wife, tell everybody, you know, that the shopping can wait, you know, DIY, that was what the summer was for. It's football time now and, you know, perfect weather for us to to enjoy some August action. I say August, it was pre- pretty chilly this week um, in and around Gloucester. It felt chilly walking around. Um, but yeah, it was quite a cold one and lovely, lovely summer uh, afternoon ahead of us in the county. But um, on the show today, we've got a couple of guests as ever. We've got Bishop's Cleave winger Jack Watts. Well, I say winger. He's a forward, and uh, he'll he'll remind me of that as well, I'm sure. He's a forward. He's come back to Bishop's Cleave after a stint at Stourport. He, he's going to be a big player for Bishop's Cleave this year, you feel. And we'll talk to him about life at Bishop's Cleave, you know, life back at Kate Lane, getting amongst the, the squad once more, and what it's like to be back home. Also on the show, we have Long Levens chairman, Mark Cornell. He joins us on the programme to look ahead to a... Big FA Cup game for our featured game this week, which is Long Levens versus Chalfon St. Peter. As always in the FA Cup, once we see a side win, we have to follow up by watching them again. So, um, you know, Long Levens, we went away with Aylesbury Vale Dynamo, two Aylesbury Vale Dynamos, I should say, saw them win. So we're going to see if they can do the, the business against the tough opposition from the league above. Um, and also it's a big day for Long Evans as a football club. They have six senior first team, uh, first team, six senior men's teams playing this afternoon, which is a hell of an achievement for, for any club, let alone a, you know, a non-league club like Long Evans. So full six teams in action. We'll speak to the chairman about sort of how they've put that together, really, and, and what it means to him to, to oversee that transition as a club and, you know, how bright the future is for Long Levens, especially after their big win in midweek against Westfields. Um, as ever, we'll read out any tweets, questions, you know, emails that we get. So get in contact with us at 7sport on Twitter, facebook.com forward slash 7sport, and info at 7sport.co.uk on the emails. Now, if you've uh, been on social media this morning, you've seen that I tweeted saying some of the tweets I'm seeing flying around. Let's talk about it. Um... You know, it was not something I really was going to speak about today. I hadn't thought I was going to speak about COVID and, you know, how that's affecting and disrupting life still. But, you know, it's been a, a bit of a weird week, really. And are we really going to start point scoring against other teams 
for, you know, having games called off for COVID? Is that still going to be a thing? If it is, then, you know, kindly can we drop that back off in last season, please? Because we don't need to hear that. We don't need to see it. And, you know, fair enough, one team's got, you know, number of players to be able to field. But to then have another team point scoring against them when days before, with double the amount of players signed on, you also couldn't field a team... Who wins in that scenario? Who's who's won that point scoring battle? Because I'll tell you, no one. No one has. And, you know, a whole team, whole team, coaches and all, tweeting, just point scoring it. Ah, leave it out. Can't be dealing with that. Loading up Twitter to see that. Jesus. There's been stuff on Twitter this week. Like, like you know, if anyone has seen the Stephen Bear video going around, I'd rather see that than some of the stuff that I'm seeing. Christ alive. Come on, guys. We're not children. The COVID thing is always going to be there. You know, we spoke to to Jack Twyman in pre-season, and he said the one thing he's not looking forward to this season is the COVID shout. It's going to happen. It's probably happened today, and I don't even know about it. There's probably some teams that have dropped out when, realistically, they could probably play the game today. And let's be honest, it's going to happen. So if we're going to start point scoring when you're in no better position than the team that have had to pull out, Christ, what are we doing? The whole, was it, uh, don't throw stones in glass houses or whatever? Yeah, stick to that, please. Have some respect for each other. You know, what is going on? Um, but, yeah, it is what it is. Can't uh, get away from social media and, and, you know, what people think that they, they want to see. But, you know, seeing 20-odd likes all from the same team for for point scoring. It's embarrassing, really. It really is embarrassing. But, moving on. As we said, it's FA Cup Day um, here in the county. It's the prelim round. Obviously, the extra preliminary round taking place a couple of weeks ago. Um, Bishop's Cleaver in action today at home. They've managed to get home to draws in pretty much every cup, along with um, you know every league game for the first 10 games, I think it is, at home as well. Obviously, the plan um, ground share with Evesham should be going through. So... You know, as the, the the season wears on, we're going to see Bishop's League probably playing more away games and trying to limit how many games are going to be played at Evesham. But um, yeah, when their home games do prop round, they'll be at the Jubilee. But today at the Kate Lane, they're against Tring Athletic, Centre Town. They're in action at home as well, Easington Sports. So if you're out in the forest and looking for a game, that would be a pretty entertaining one. Eastview United, we mentioned them earlier, they're also at home. They're against Litchfield City. Long Levens, as I said, in our featured game are against Chalfant St. Peter. And Slimbridge are on the road. Slimbridge and Sirencester both on the road today. Um, Slimbridge are on their way to Marlow in Berkshire, while Sirencester are going to Roman Glass St. George. Turfery Rovers, they play a home game not at home. As they host Flackwell Heath. That game's going to be played at Brimscombe and Frupp. Because Brimscombe are playing on Sunday. Away at Aylesbury United. So plenty of opportunities there really. For our clubs to advance into the next round of the FA Cup. And you know you've got to be honest. It's a good opportunity for. We're looking at it here. What's that? Five, five teams at home? Yeah, five five of our teams are at home out of eight. I think we've got a good chance there of seeing a couple of, of teams going through. Long Levens in the featured game. You know, as we said, it's going to be a difficult one. 
Um, but they showed in midweek that against a perceived better side, they can uh, really turn turn it on. But you look at it and you fancy some of our sides to get a result today. you got to say, we're going to have a good representation in the next round, you feel. So good luck to all of the sides taking place in FA Cup action today. Um, a couple of those actually appear in the 7-7s, seven which we'll talk to Mark Cornell about a little bit later on, um, especially because a couple of games have had the COVID um, shouts seen, so we're going to have to replace those. For anyone who hasn't seen it, go on the website, um, 7sport.co.uk. There's a post on there for the 7-7s. Seven um, bringing it back, we had the old feature back in the day. Matt um, used to just sort of do it as a competition and between us really so we'd, we'd try and you know pick who was going to win and 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 things of that nature and then sort of stemmed into to Kelsey versus Matt and we sort of had a similar thing like that but this year I thought you know what we'll try and do similar to the BBC um, version of Challenge Lauro where someone each week who will take me on in in picking the, the correct scores in seven local games and basically they'll score 20 points for um, a correct result and 50 points for a correct score. Um, there'll be a leaderboard and we'll see how everyone gets on, really. I don't think there's some people out there in the world of Gloucester football who'll fancy it. And uh, we'll, we'll try and uh, take me on. It's going to be a prize for the winner come the end of the season. Prize to be confirmed. May end up forgetting about it. But we'll find out, so we'll see what happens <laughs> in that one. But plenty of games on that list are taking place, so have a look and see what me and Mark Cornell have picked in that one. So, also in action today, Fairford are going to be playing in Hellenic Premier action for the second time this season against Shipping Sodbury, the away fixture taking place after both sides were knocked out in the FA Cup. Uh, the Hellenic League Division 1 was supposed to be a full range of fixtures for our sides, but we'll come to that in a second. Sirencester Town Development, they host Malmesbury Victoria. Uh, Clanfield play Newant. Morton Rangers play Worcester Raiders. That'll be a tough one for Morton, but a big win for them in midweek um, has put them in good stead. Uh, then we've got Pershaw versus Shortwood. Stonehouse versus Chant Saracens, the game that has fallen foul of COVID there. Chant Saracens submitting the um, the test, really, and the results of the test to, to the league and, and just confirmed that they're unable to play and steadily play Borton Rovers. It's also actually the first weekend for Hellenic League, the Reserve League, the Division 2 West. Um, Newman Town Reserves were beaten by Slimbridge last night by five goals to two. Um, a couple of those games, I think, have already been called off this week due to unavailability and, and things of that. So that will probably need updating. But Chatham Saracens development play Eastham United development. Uh, don't know whether that's changed now with the Saracens COVID outbreak. Uh, Kington versus Long Levens development, which we'll talk to Mark Cornell about a little bit later on. Shortwood United Reserves versus Newen, uh, sorry, versus Borton Rovers Reserves. That one was definitely called off in the week. And also Sporting Club Inkbarrow versus Tuffley Rovers Development. We talked actually about the momentous occasion for Gloucester City at Meadow Park this afternoon. There's also the first ever game for their under-21 side. That actually kicks off at half past ten. 
Uh, Hampton versus Gloucester City in the Midland Football League Under-21 South West Division. Bit of a mouthful. Um, but that takes place this morning. They're actually playing their first home game in that competition next week, which potentially, at this moment in time, could be our featured game next week. I might go down to Meadow Park and check that out in a, in a half-twelve kickoff. Nice little early one for me. But that's to be confirmed. That's more to come over the coming week here at Seven Sport. be a nice way to... To kick off the bank holiday, I think. Nice early game, early back home, you know, get back in time to watch the Premier League. Yeah, it could be a good one. Um, but right, looking ahead to, to what we've got coming up on the show, we've got Mark Cornell in about sort of 10 minutes' time. He's going to be on his way back from holiday. He's been away this week, so we'll have a chat with him whilst he's in the car. But we're going to go for a song, and when we come back, we'll discuss more about the midweek action that we witnessed at Long Levens and look ahead to today's featured game. This is Chelsea Dagger with Bardi Fratelli's. And we're back on Seven Sport for both breakfast this morning. Um, busy day. Busy day, as we mentioned just before the song there in the county. A lot of games going on. Our featured game is Long Levens versus Charlton St. Peter. Um, Long Levens watched the midweek against Westfields. Didn't expect to see what I saw, really. And I've got to be honest, I've got to say that, um, you know, I probably went into the game thinking that it'll be a tough one for Long Levens, especially when, you know, speaking of, you know, Craig Martin and, and Michael Palmer, when they were saying it would be, you know, an open 4 4 going for the attack and looking to try and take the game to Westfields with the, the players that Westfield possessed, especially the front three of Aidan Thomas, Richard Greaves, and, and Josh Hunt. You know, I thought, oh, you know, it could be a, a tricky one for Long Levens here if they don't play, you know, as well as they can do. Been down to Long Levens a number of Wednesday nights over the last four or five years. And, you know, by my, by my admission to them, and they'd admitted themselves, you know, seen a lot of duff performances, especially on the Wednesday night from Long Levens. Um, but that was outstanding on Wednesday. Absolutely outstanding. Won the game 3-0. You know, really did make Westfields look being completely honest, quite average. They just worked harder than than Westfields. And you talk about the, you know, old cliche of, you know, if talent doesn't work hard enough, then, you know, it's not going to work. And yeah, it's it was it was sensational. It really was. Craig Martin and Michael Palmer got it absolutely spot on. Casey Johnston as well when he turned up. Um, you know, hopefully he's paid the fine now. He was a little bit late. But, yeah, it was a cracking performance from Long Levens. And you've got to think that at the start of the month, I was there to watch them against Brimscombe and Frupp. Um, obviously, with Kelsey, and they really weren't that great on the night. Played quite slow, lethargic, a little bit sloppy in possession. And, yeah, you kind of form. They need to sharpen up and, and get to it quickly if they're going to you know, succeed this season. They've followed that game really with a 1-0 win in the FA Cup, a 3-0 win against Hallen and now a 3-0 win against Westfields and you've got to say with with Fairford coming up in midweek and the likes of Formbury and Tuffley over the bank holiday weekend out of the next three games if they can get potentially 6 out of 9 points there, even more, I know Craig Martin will probably be looking at 7, 8 or 9 points out of, uh, well he can't get 8 points but uh, 7 or, or 9 points out of the 9 really but really, if they, they were to get you know six points, even five points, it's probably a good return from those three fixtures. Um, yeah, it'd be a good start for Long Levens, who, you've got to say, started well last season. Long Levens and Brimscombe and Frapp in particular were two of the sides that, that you know really were looking quite good when the season was suspended. 
both have started decent uh, sort of shape this year, really, and it's exciting. If you haven't watched any of the Hellenic League yet this season, we've got some good sides. We've also got some good sides in the competition um, that have come across from the other leagues, so the Bristol Leagues and the Western League and, and, and the Herefordshire sort of way. So there are some very, very good, tough teams in that league and, and our side's just sort of matching them at the moment and for Long Levens to, to quite simply sweep aside a team like Westfields, you know, everyone talks about budgets in, in games and budgets in in, you know, Hellenic League football in particular is quite rife at the minute. You gotta say for a side with no budget to, to go and win that comprehensively, yeah, very impressive. Um before we get Mark Cornell on the phone actually, I wanted to just touch on Gloucester City versus York City today at New Meadow Park. It's a game that's been 14 years in the making and there's been not, not criticism. Uh, I wouldn't say I've had criticism for it, but um, there's been question marks sort of thrown my way as to why we're not covering that game. Um, why we're, you know, not well choosing to go to a, a you know lower division team, choosing to not... Not maybe ignore it's probably the wrong word, but almost you know not not giving it the coverage or anything like that. Obviously, we had the post on the website this week with the the former Gloucester City players signing the messages and, and everything like that. But the reason I haven't picked the game to do is quite simply that Seven Sport. When we first started Seven Sport, it was to give the coverage to Gloucester City or to teams in general who wouldn't get the coverage if we weren't there. And it's an ethos that I've lived for the last five years um, as much as I can. You know, trying to give a voice to a side or the sides that, you know, wouldn't have a voice if it wasn't for us. And, you know, it isn't, you know, what we're here for is to give people a platform, is to give clubs an outlet. You know, clubs have messaged me even in the last couple of weeks asking for posts about this or do you fancy doing a post about this or having a chat about this and that's what we're here for um you know Gloucester City the story that is Gloucester City is a fantastic one and it's a story that I've been a part of um really since about 2011 when I first started commentating for the club but that Gloucester City are now at a point where they're not the team that need us they're not the team that needs seven sport to be there to give them that voice because other media outlets are now joining the bandwagon and and you know the belief that gloss city you know are going from strength to strength are building are doing this are doing that and it's kind of like we've done our time we've 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 helped gloss city we've done everything we can for gloss city over the years but at this moment in time, and this is me, this is me being completely honest, to be, to be fair, these conversations that me and Kelsey have had um, on evenings, it's conversations I've had with you know, a number of people. And the simple fact is, Gloss City don't need Seven Sport to go to a game in order for them to get coverage. And our resources, now obviously it's only me at the moment while Kelsey's on his break, you know, what would the payoff be for Seven Sport? to have me sat in a stand on my own commentating on Gloucester City when just down the way BBC Radio York are going to be there and you know York's media are going to be there that people will listen to you know everyone who would listen to Seven Sport 
covering that Gross City game, because fans are going to be allowed back in, they will be at that ground. So they won't be listening to Seven Sport. You know, it's just an insight into how my, my mind's been working all week, to be fair. You know, they wouldn't be listening to, to me commentating it. They would be watching the game. They'd be at the game itself. If they were not at the game, they can listen to it on BBC Radio York. There is no need for me to be there commentating. And then, you know, questions are said to me, oh, well, why don't you go and just tweet it and enjoy it? But if I'm tweeting it, Gloss City are tweeting it, York City are tweeting it, the VOT are tweeting it, the voice of the T end. And again, there's just no need. There's no need for my voice to be there, um, whether it is commentating, whether it is live tweeting a game. There, there, you know, it, it, it goes against the ethos that, that, that I believe in in seven sport. And, and as I said, to give the voice to the clubs who, you know, wouldn't necessarily have it if seven sport weren't there. So for me, FA Cup Day is FA Cup Day. You know, we always try to do as much as we can for our sides in the FA Cup, even though my own record of watching uh, Gloucester sides winning the FA Cup is abysmal. I think I've only seen, well, actually I say that, in the last couple of years I've seen more Gloucester sides uh, winning in the FA Cup. So, you know, if Long Levens lose today, it's down to me. But if they also win today, it's down to me. So that's how it goes. And that's the, the, the sort of... Um, the take I'm, I'm going to be taking from that. But yeah, so FA Cup Day for me is a bigger thing for Seven Sport and to how we are going to, to you know broadcast this weekend's action. So that's why the show, for example, Long Levens, talking about Long Levens because it's their featured game and also the news about the six sides and also then Bishop's Cleave, Jack Watts has been uh, booked professionally on the last three shows, but he's, uh, it's not quite worked out for him to come on you know, one one week we we didn't do a show, and then the other week he was out and had to, well, his wife, uh, missus was out. Sorry, had to look after the kids. So this one's been going uh, for a while. It's it's you know Jack Watts has been booked for a while. So thankfully the schedules are synced up and he can come on today. But that's sort of an insight into to how we well to how I've sort of been approaching everything this week. You know, as we said, Gloss City at Meadow Park and. It's been a journey that even for, for the 10 years I've been here to see it and to be a part of it, even that's been wild. And, you know, to then have you know the additional four years on top of that and all of the issues that Glossy had money-wise at the turn of the century, uh, turn of the millennium and, and, and things of that nature that, that obviously I've learned about doing things like the in the spotlight interviews with, with different former Gloucester City players and managers. And, yeah, Gloucester City is, is a, a great club, really, mainly because of the people that are involved with the club on a, on a you know, voluntary basis, players, coaches, you know, fans in general. They're very passionate about the club. And, and you know, Gloucester City will always be a club where the fans will want their players to, you know, give everything they can for the shirt. Obviously, the messages that we've had from the ex-players, from the the ex-managers, there there's a number of things to take from that. You know, obviously the colours have changed, the badge has changed since you know the the yellow tiger, yellow um, crest with the the black tiger on it. So you know, Gloucester are a completely different club than what they were, you know, even three years ago. And to think that they're going to be hosting York today, potentially two thousand people in Meadow Park and. 
You know, I know the likes of Charlie Hughes is going to be there doing the the, the tannoy in. I believe Kelsey's going uh, with his dad Ian. So, you know, it's an occasion that you know families and, and generations of Gloucester football fans have waited for. And I'm delighted to to sort of be here to you know see the the fallout from it. Even though I'm not obviously going to the game. It'll be interesting to just see, you know, the images, the the stories. You know, what what I enjoy most about doing Seven Sport and doing what we do is the stories. You know, I've only known Gloucester football really from 2011 onwards. And even then, you know, the likes of the Hellenic League, the Northern Senior League and, and, and what have you, I'm still learning about them, learning as I go and, and you know, learning on the job. So... My love affair with Gloucester football is is still growing, but it, it did start with Gloucester City in that 2011 um, year when I was at university. Said it a couple of times, obviously you know podcasts and and you know YouTube videos I've been on where I'm talking about life at you know Gloucester football and Seven Sport and how I got involved. And for those who don't know, it, it just started with a chance email to my course leader when I was doing radio production at the University of Gloucestershire and Gloucester City were just looking for for commentators to join their pay per listen service and I like fancied a bit of that and and the rest is history really I've never looked back and you know with Gloucester City been on away trips with the fans and, and that's sort of where you, you meet the people you hear the stories about oh right when it you know when we were at Meadow Park it used to be like this it used to be like that you know back in the day it was this um, you know, obviously people have lost interest because City weren't playing, you know, in Gloucester, which is, you know, always going to happen. But they've always had that core, their core fans that, you know, followed them up and down the, the length and breadth of the country. And yeah, this is for them today. And hopefully the, the game may not live up to it. There's always that question mark about the game as to whether it actually will live up to the occasion. But the occasion is that big and it's going to be that emotional that, you know, the game will be the game. And I don't think it really will define, you know, Gloss City season no matter what happens today. But also you'll remember, it's going to have the added emotion, of course, for, you know, people who were Gloss City fans and, and watched them week in, week out at Meadow Park who, you know, sadly no longer with us. So it just shows how time can have that effect really that you know when the floods happened in 2007 those fans probably thought ah oh, I don't worry I'll be back to see Gloucester in Meadow Park as soon as I can but 14 years later 14 years is a long time and you know everything can happen we can see with the pandemic of course anything that can happen within the last two years so yeah big day for everyone and I wish everyone good luck I wish you know fans volunteers, you know, Paul Groves, the players, um, you know, backroom staff, the chairman, Alex, of course, and and uh, Eamon McGurk. I wish everyone good luck who's going to be at Meadow Park today. It's going to be a big occasion, and hopefully it, it just sort of sees, you know, the kind of, if you build it, they will come mentality, and hopefully that, that is something that does happen, and when people do go and watch, Gloucester City. If they're not watching Gloucester City, then as long as they're watching Gloucester football in general, then I am happy. I am a happy man if that is going on. Right, going to go for a quick song. 
when we come back, Mark Hornell will be on the phone. Um, he'll be somewhere potentially on the M5. I'm not too sure, but he's on his way back to Gloucester after a, a trip away. He missed Wednesday night's game, so he's going to be there today. And when we uh, come back, we'll have him on the phone. Hello. Hello. Morning, Mark Cornell, live on Seven Sport. How are you, mate? I'm well, mate. How are you, thanks? Yeah, all good. First and foremost, mate, how was the holiday? Yeah, it's good. Just driving back at the moment, mate. Just uh, passing Michael Wood services at the moment. So, yeah, all good. What was the weather like? Awful. <laughs> the whole time? Well, awful the whole time? Yeah. One day, mate. One day, son, that was it. So, uh, yeah. Well, Not too good, but it's a break, isn't it? So. Yeah, delighted you've brought the weather back with you, to be honest. It's great, great news. It's not great, mate, and I tell you, coming back, uh, great. The, yeah, the weather's not been good, plenty of rain. Well, obviously, you know, today is a, a big day for Long Levens. So obviously, we've seen it on, on Twitter from the club. You know, good place to start, really. First day of the, the season, really, where, you know, you've had it. Six uh, men's teams playing today. You know, what an achievement for the club. Yeah, I think um, we just. Uh, I think the fifth game's actually been called off because I think uh, I think they were due to play Dursley. Yeah, and I think. Uh, but you you would have had six teams, you know, playing. Obviously, you got yeah. six teams that can play this year. You know what? A, yeah. What a big achievement for for Long Levens that is. Yeah, it's massive, mate. Really, um, I think you know it's, uh, it's you know a testament to all the, the guys and the coaches and the, and the youth section, really, because uh, it just seems to be growing year on year at the moment. We've uh, uh, added, I think, well, we went to the fifteen last year, and obviously introduced the development side this year as well. Um, and to be honest, I think we, we, from from what I can tell, I think the fifth had about fifteen that we still could have added into it as well. So there's just a, it seems to be a you know a, 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 a good uh, amount of players available currently. So. And how proud, yes, how proud are you to be the you know the, the chairman overseeing that all? Yeah, it's massive, mate. Because I think you know it was a few years ago we struggled. Um, we, we had a fifth side a few years back, and we ended up having to fold it because we couldn't field it. But I think uh, you know that, like I said, it, like two or three years ago we we tried to um, to get the youth section you know to become more closer or work closer with the uh, with the adult section. And as such, that's uh, enabled us, you know, to introduce, you know, the lads from 16 to uh, 16 to 18 into the, into the adult section. It's just, the, you know, the integration's been very smooth, really, and uh, that's, uh, that's the case this year. There's, there's a lot of them, uh, you know, coming up, and uh, yeah, it's good. It's massive for the club, really. I think it's, uh, you know, obviously the, the way things are going and the direction of it, you know, the, as a, I think as a as a club, I think there's some of the reason about 30 odd sides now. So it's, uh, you know, yeah, things seems to be moving in the right direction, which is always positive. So. And obviously, with the the first team, you know, the, everyone knows that a non-league level, you know, cups like the FA Cup and the FA Vars are, are vital for you know running of the club. But you know, how, you know, what, what what sort of achievement has it been for the first team that you know for the last three four years they've done so well in the cup or the Vars to to help generate that income. Yeah, I mean, it's been massive. I mean, I think it's, you know, anybody that's uh, involved or responsible with any side at this level or club at this level, you know, understands the costs uh, that can be involved with uh, with running a club. And it's, uh, you know, any, any um, you know, any extra revenue that, you know, is available is, is huge. And, uh, you know, the, 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 the funds that have been generated from the, the you know, the competitions have been, have been massive to us over the last few years, especially obviously through COVID, uh, you know. Um, with the clubs not being able to open, etc., it's uh, it's been uh, huge and very much needed, really. So, uh, 
you know, hopefully we can get a good result today and, uh, you know, put our, put our names in the hat for the next round, which would, uh, you know, obviously increase the revenue again. I mean, obviously it's not all just about the revenue mm. for the club, but, you know, it's massive for, uh, you know, for the side and, you know, uh, what Greg and Mike are doing at the moment. It's, uh, you know, it's brilliant. Well, obviously you, we've mentioned there you're, you're away, so um, you weren't there on Wednesday night, but, I mean, as I told you in a, a private message, you know, it was absolutely outstanding. You would have, you'd have loved it from, you know, how the, the game unfolded. But, you know, with the, the the element of success that the club have had in the FA Cup and the FA Vars in the last few years, does it almost, you know, give you a sense of danger not to rely on that, you know, money coming in and, you know, the club actually doing success in the FA Cup and the Vars? Sorry, mate, can you just say that last bit again? Sorry, because I'm like literally struggled to hear you then. No worries. So, as I said, you know, is there an element of danger that you almost become reliant on the FA Cup and the FA Vars money coming in every year? I think it's you refer to the money. Is that, are you talking to the, you know, the, the, the performance and the money actually coming in? Is that what you said? Sorry. Yeah, so I said, is there a danger that you, know, you end up relying on that money because you're used to it coming in every year? I don't think it's an element so much an element of uh, relying you know on it. Uh, I think it's you know, it's always been a, a massive added bonus and actually, you know, the fact that we have the club ice which which effectively runs and keeps the club afloat, the, the extra bits and bobs that come in, you know, from uh, from the cup competitions enable us to improve the facilities or you know, improve the pitch or the, the ground and, and all the other bits that are involved with the club so, I mean it, it's just three example at the time, you know while you've been there. I mean you've seen you've yeah. to re- 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 the toilet, the kitchen, you know, we've not had a garage, we've had to have so additional funds that come in, you know, just enable us to improve it, improve the pitches, and improve, you know, generally the facilities for the whole club, you know, and for all the sides across the board, really, so it's, it, yeah, it's it's huge, it's massive, and obviously it's, it's good, it's good for the reputation of the club, and obviously, you know, I think, you know, we're trying to do as much as we can behind the scenes to just ensure that, you know, everything is as good as it possibly can be. Um, I mean, obviously, the, the club ice itself is quite dilapidated and run down, and uh, you know, any additional funds always generally seem to go back into that to try and improve it. You know, which is which is good and, and has been, and you know, obviously, like I said, improved pitch facilities really, which is you know what, what we're after. And I think the other issue that we've got at the moment is we're desperately short on pitches as a, as a club, mm-hmm. um, so we you know we're trying to you know source alternative venues. You know, um, like I said, because we really do have a lack of facilities in Long Levens for. Uh, the amount of size that we're trying to field at the moment. Because so. you mentioned, obviously, yeah. you know, the, the enhancements you're doing at the actual clubhouse on, on Longford Lane, but, you know, sawmills as well. There's been the introduction of the yeah. new uh, bar in there, which, you know, had a look at on Wednesday night. Very, you know, great work's yeah. gone into that. You know, how yeah. important is it to make those uh, improvements, even if they're only a little bit at a time? But obviously, they're, they're constant improvements that the clubs are needing to make. How important is that? Yeah, it's, it's massive. Again, like I said, you know, it's, it's huge. I mean, obviously, I think the aim has always been to try and, you know, keep improving what facilities we have. And, you know, I think there's a, you know, we were lucky in the fact that um, James French managed to, we, we got the um, unit, I suppose you could call it, from uh, from Sirencester. And, you know, we, uh, lucky enough, I think Brian Dunn, was involved in that mm-hmm. um, and they managed to help actually getting it transported to the club which was massive um, you know and would have been quite a task otherwise and uh, I think you know there's been a lot of people involved within the club you know to try and actually improve it um, you know get it created get it sorted I think, you know we've had 
Walsh, she, Paul Walsh has been down there doing a lot of work, and I think Steve Powell provided a lot of the material. Uh, obviously, uh, Craig and uh, Matt did the roof as well. So it's just, yeah, I mean, it's it's huge. It just it helps. It makes it look better. Obviously, we've had the additional standing facility. You know, we've got additional standing now, uh, covered standing as well, which is which is helpful. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, again, like I said, you know, without the volunteers and without everybody else, you know, as input and help to do it, you know, we just won't be able to, uh, you know, prove the facilities as we have done, really. We've had a message in from Craig Martin. He's asked if they win today, are you going to put one behind the bar for him? Yeah, probably, mate. I'm sure we'll probably do that, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, you did not sound thrilled as you said that then. You almost felt like you had to say yes. Yeah, you can say no to him if you want to. No, no, it's fine, mate. To be honest, I'm just trying to, you know, it's raining, the windscreen wipers are on, and, uh, yeah, I'm just trying to <laughs> concentrate and, uh, and talk at the same time. So, yeah, no, that's fine, mate. There'll be no time that, I'm sure. I'm sure to be honest. I mean, there's a, a um, mate. I'm sure the devil put a few times uh, for us. Um, one thing I, uh, I do want to, uh, to ask you about, you know, it's probably not going to be something you want to talk about at this stage, but um, Tottenham, you know, big win on the on the weekend against Man City, and then a bit of a you know damp squib in the the Conference League in midweek. Is that just typical Tottenham at the minute? Oh, I think it's to be expected, wouldn't it? It's basically you know, they won out there, and uh, you know I can't think that they, you know, when they come back on was it Thursday night next week, I'm sure Spurs will probably clear that up. So it's interesting though because I was thinking the last time you had me on it, you asked me who I thought the next manager would have been. I said no at that time, and uh, you know, I think obviously they went through like six or seven options, didn't they? But came back to him in the end. So uh, yeah, I mean, to be honest, I mean that Man City result was massive. You know, yeah. they played well, but last time we were brilliant, the next week they're not. You know, and uh, it'll just be interesting to uh, carry I was going to say, where are you in, in, in terms of Harry Kane? Some Spurs fans want him gone, a bit of a distraction. Some, you know, think that he's still going to stay and can, and can play a part for Tottenham this year. Where are you on that scale? Yeah, he's just, he's a good football one, isn't he? Really good, because I think, you know, he's going to be the best player and you don't really want to lose the best player, do you? Um, yeah. So, from, from that sort of thing, it's, it's all I've got. Uh, again, Daniel Levy's no worse for is he? I'm sure if, uh, the, the right money comes in so we'll probably accept it tough one really you know he'd like to see him stay but who knows what's going to happen before the chance of window I think my turn is what they're probably trying to do some business behind the scenes yeah and then yeah. I don't know we're in Brazil he's tomorrow so we'll have to see what happens won't we what about Lisa is she Harry Kane in or Harry Kane out <laughs> it's just that it's no idea mate not bothered <laughs> <laughs> I think she's more concerned she's got to do the teas and copies at the uh, at the grain today mate so she's uh, yeah, just getting prepped for that I think <laughs> well sounds exciting um, one thing as well obviously yeah, we've chatted about it um, it's a good way to, to finish really You know, we've chatted about it before um, in, in the last couple of weeks obviously uh, J- Jack's back playing now um, your son Jack will now after um, you know injury due to, to the car accident but you know, he's back playing, seems to be enjoying himself, scored four goals the other week in a friendly. You know, how proud are you to, to see him back playing and, and, you know, enjoying himself? Yeah, I think it's good. I think, you know, he's, uh, he just needs a, a, bit, a bit more fitness, I think, for, uh, he'll find out very well, he'll find his level again. But I think he's, yeah, I think he scored last weekend as well, I said, I think, seven the second. So, uh, yeah, he's, he, you know, trying to get back to fitness, which is, which is half the battle. And, you know, 
Yeah, I think he's glad to be back playing. Uh, you know, I think he's aiming to get as high as he can again. So I think you know, had a few games of the development at the start of the season, and then uh, obviously he's played for the seconds uh, the last three or four games. Mm-hmm. I think. So, I think he's playing for them this afternoon against Harrow Hill as well. So yeah, he's on the road with us as well. So he's um, suffered just a little bit further behind us at the moment. So uh, yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good to see him back playing. So. Perfect. Well, thanks very much for joining us on the program today, Corny mate. We'll see you up at, at Long Levens this afternoon. No problems at all, mate. Take care. Catch you later. Thank you. Bye. All the best, mate. Mark Ronnell there. We managed to get enough out of him. There was a bit of uh, signal failure about halfway through that, but we got enough out of him to to get the gist of what he was saying. So, you know, all that talk of, you know, seven sevens, you know, two two games potentially out of that and talking about long eleven six sides playing and now one of those games aren't happening. It's all going horribly wrong. All going horribly wrong today. But you know, we live and we learn. Um, I say it's all going horribly wrong. Let's try and get uh, it, the other guest on, Jack Watts. We'll try and get it on live. See if he answers his phone. This one, just, it's been weeks in the making. Jack Watts being on 7 Sport again. Let's, let's get him on. Hello. Good morning, Jack. What's live on Seven Sport, mate? How are you this morning? You're right. Yeah, I'm very well, thank you. Yourself? Yeah, all good. Now this has been, as I said on the show, weeks in the making. Obviously, <laughs> we originally had you booked, but then we cancelled on you, and then you became a busy man. But we're finally here at this point. You're That's back. Right, yeah. You're back at Bishop's Cleeve, back on right. Seven Sport, where you belong. How does that feel? Yeah, it's not. It's nice to be back. It's nice to be back. It was only a quick spell away. Quick spell away, but no, it's no, nice to be back in the uh, in the county and enjoying all the local football. Because obviously, you know, with it being Bishop's Cleave, was it an easy decision, you know, rejoining Cleave? Um, it, oh, yeah, I mean, there's no, there, there was no, it was a no-brainer as in coming back, you know, it's on my doorstep, um, I know a lot of the lads. So in that sense, it was a no-brainer. Um, but I didn't have any reason really to leave Stourport, as in they treated me well, I enjoyed it there. Um, but it was just the travelling, really, just mm. the travelling. I With two kids and... And the family and stuff, I just couldn't commit to it for another season. Especially after, obviously, with COVID, I, I suppose, you know, a bit of a stop-start season. You don't really know, um, you know, if you are going to be playing week to week, really, because it's all unknown season was getting stopped and that kind of thing. So I imagine, right, yeah. I imagine it's just nice to have, you know, having that locality being there that even if a game is called off, you know, you haven't have already left, for example, because you may have even left early to to make That's up right. for something. That's right. I mean, it, it was only, I mean, you could probably get there in an hour from my house to, to Stourport, but, you know, it, it is nice knowing that you can leave your house at kind of like, you know, if you're meeting a half one, I can leave at quarter past, 20 past, and you're still there on time. It, it, that, that, is, that is a nice factor of it, yeah. Mm. That's definitely, yeah. Because obviously, you know, back at a Bishop's Cleave, you're now, a, well, you were a club anyway when, when you were at Cleave the first time round, you know, everyone was looking at, you know, people do yeah. expect Cleave to to be at the top end of the, the table year upon year at the minute. You know, yeah. You've come back into the side. What have you made of the, the squad that, that Paul Collicott's put together there? He's it, got a hell of a team, to be fair. I mean, it, it's it's probably one of the best best teams, best squads I, I've been involved in, I think, around this level of football, definitely. Um, not just not just on the pitch, off the pitch as well. You know, It's a, it's a good bunch of lads. You know what I mean, I, enjoy it. I do enjoy it, training, changing rooms and playing it. It's, it's, it's brilliant. The the group chat is always something that's notoriously spoken about about from Bishop's Cleave players when they're on the show. So we sort of just ask about it now in general. But 
anyone been on this morning? Has anyone been lively this morning? We know that a couple of them get on there quite early. I mean, a couple of them have been a couple of them have been as lively as ever. Ash is always, you know, he's like he's uh yeah, he's he's always about every time someone puts a message in, he's there replying. Along with Archie. I don't think Archie puts his phone down. They just have notifications um, on, mate. They have notifications on for the chat. The the only thing the only thing I do is I would love would you love to join it for a week? I think I think, oh. I think the boys would love that. I mean, Freddie Ward doesn't leave me alone at the best of times. Does he not? Oh, that doesn't surprise me. He doesn't stop talking about you, to be fair. I mean, I had the messages and the, the photos coming through the screenshots showing that he had changed me to the profile picture, mate. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, you've been, yeah, I think you've been, I think you've been it a couple of times, yeah. A couple of times. This is outrageous. <laughs> but, but you know, this is this show's recorded, so you're genuinely inviting me into our group chat. So if you want to make it happen, yeah. let's make it happen. Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll 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 get involved. I'll get you in, and we'll we'll have seven days in there, and then and then and then, and then when we talk about it on the show again, you you know what we're all talking about. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm gonna have to turn the automatically save your media onto your phone off. I reckon <laughs> that just sounds like it's gonna, gonna need to happen. It, it's something that we've all done. Yeah, it's something that we've all done. What's, what so what sort of messages have been in there this morning? Anyone sort of buzzing for the cup? They like yeah, go I mean, to bed yeah. in full kit last night. No, I mean it is. You know, we we are we do have the laugh and the joke and the WhatsApp and stuff like that. But when it comes to matches and, and match day, it's, it's serious. You know what I mean? Like, there's everyone's put a message in this morning. They all know how big this game is, not just for us, but for the club. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, we're looking forward to it. It should be a good good test for us. Very good test for us. Yeah. Does it make it easier? Well, not easier, but does it make it you know more exciting? The fact that you're at home. Hundred percent, one hundred percent. I I love I love the fact that teams have to have to travel down. You know, we it's all right having the travel, but. You have to win to have the good journey back, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, whereas when you're at home, you know, I love the fact that the teams are going to come down here, and we could potentially be sending them on a long journey back with with absolutely nothing really. And it, and, and I like that. I I enjoyed I enjoy that. What, what do, you, do you know much about Tring? Have you have you looked into them? Or has colleague told you much about them? Um, he he has said a bit. He said obviously they they they've only played one game in their league, which. Mm-hmm. Which is a strange one because all the other teams in the league have played three or four, but I think they've had a couple called off because of COVID and stuff like that. Um, but the last round of the FA Cup, they beat, I think it was Kencham 3 mm-hmm. 0, um, which is not a bad result at all because they are a good side at this level of football. Yeah. Um, so we know it's not going to be, we know it's not going to be an easy game, but we, you know, we, we, we haven't lost yet. We're, we're, you know, we're we're ready and prepared, and we we fancy our chances against anyone we play really in, in this early rounds of the cup. And a bit sort of further afield, other than than just today, obviously you've come back to to Bishop's Cleeve. As I said, they're a club that you know everyone will expect them to to be up at the top of the table just for the nature of you know the squad that you have and, and everything like that. But you know, if you come back with the the target to win the league, hundred percent. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have come back just to kind of. Being a side where I think, well, we're not going to go up, we're not going to go down. For me, it's all about you play football to win leagues and, and win trophies. And, and for me, this the squad we've got here this season is is definitely got. Well, it's, yeah, we 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 fancy our chances. We fancy our chances, but we we understand that anyone, you know, anyone who finishes above Brimley is going to probably win the league. Because for me, they're 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 one of the best sides in the league, Brimscombe. Um, so we we yeah, we think that if we finish above Brimscombe, we've got a very good chance. And, and you know, obviously coming back into the team, you talk about how good the, the, the team are on the pitch and off it. But in terms of on the pitch, you've had a chance to 
to see the boys in action, obviously in pre-season and the start of the season so far. Has there been anyone that's uh, surprised you? You know, you didn't think he was as good as he actually turns out to be or anyone like that at all or anyone standing out for you? Um, no, the only the only player who's, who has impressed me a lot is, um, he's really impressed me, is Pritch because he was manager. Obviously, when I, when we played against Tuffley, he was obviously on the sidelines a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, where he's, where obviously he's come to Cleve and then I've joined, I've never actually really seen him play. I think I've seen him play once where we went in for a 50-50 and I think I hurt him. Sure. <laughs> You're a brave, brave man just calling out Mark Pritchett on a radio show like this. <laughs> I can confirm he definitely, I definitely come off, come off worse. But um, the thing is, he's playing it, so, he, like the last year he had it toughly, playing at such a, a high level and he's even, you know, he scores goals, he takes free kicks and yeah, he's just blasting free kicks in for fun at Tuffley, so. That's the thing, I mean, like, I've never really seen him play like consistent, consistent games and this season he's, he's been solid at the back and, and he's really impressed me to be honest. I mean, he is going to have you because you've said that <laughs> you, you've done him in a 50-50, that's his street rep, you're, you're ruining his street credit right there. He, he, knows what, he knows what really happens, I think I've still got the scar from it. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm just delighted you didn't say Matt Sysom because that guy, you know, no airtime, no airtime for Matt Sysom. Oh, already told I, this. Who's that, Matt Sysom? Yeah, no airtime. Only seen him a couple of times. I think I don't know where he seems to. He seems to come and go. I mean, he went to watch Ipswich the other day, and then I found out they lost to Cheltenham. Yeah. What's that all about? Yeah, he went looking at his tweets. He wasn't. He wasn't having it. Having it no. at all. He wasn't. He wasn't enjoying himself. Is he in the squad today? Do you know? Yes. Oh. What do you reckon? Is he going to get 90 minutes in him, do you reckon? It, it, he, he always says he has, but his legs, I don't think his legs let him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've heard he's got a bit of a bad knee, so oh, could, could affect it. I mean, yeah. this is just what I've heard. This is like right. third-party okay. news. I haven't spoke to him directly, but... I, I bet heard. it was all right when Ipswich went 1-0 up the other night. <laughs> That's how he's hurt the knee, mate, jumping up and down because Ipswich <laughs> got 1-0 up. You can't believe Ipswich had scored. That's right, yeah. But you know, obviously being back in in Gloucester football, mate, what did you miss the most? Um, it's, I it was I always kept an eye on all the Gloucestershire sides. You know, I get, I've got mates who who play for the other sides in Gloucestershire as well. You know, yes, mm-hmm. we we rivals, but at the same time, you've got your mates in local football, and it's nice to kind of be competing in the same league as them and comparing. You know, like Brad Martin and, and Elliot Kennedy, and, and they're good mates of mine. And we we had a laugh with the stats and the, and the banter as you do, but goals scored and assists. And but I was playing against completely different opposition, mm. um, and it's lovely to to kind of compare it against the same sides. I mean, well, not so much with Elliot because I don't know he just seems to have disappeared off the face of the earth. But but Brad is you know it's nice to be comparing against the same sides. I tell you what, mate, you'd have you'd have been impressed with Brad Martin on Wednesday night against Westfield. You know what? Le- do you know what those those boys done us proud? I mean, we we always said we always fancied them to beat Westfields anyway because because they they are naturally a better side. But they three nil, yeah, they, they they were brilliant. They were brilliant. Just he, he played basically like Long Levens wanted to play a four two four, and Brad just mm-hmm. sort of dropped in. It was kind of like a four two three one. So Brad played as like yeah. a number ten. Yeah, and he's he's worked really hard. Like. Obviously, on his fitness in, in terms of pre-season and stuff, you know he's a new dad still. So, of course, yeah, yeah. You know, worked hard, didn't score a goal, but he got an assist, and he also made this unreal challenge. You know, mm-hmm. balls get cut back from the the byline into the six-yard box. You think you know Westfield's going to equalise? Brad Martin goes flying in, 
Slides, Martin was in his yeah, own box. slides it out for a corner, mate, and then from the initial corner, wins the header to clear it. Jesus. Well, you, you, I wonder what he had for breakfast. <laughs> well, you know, he's a different man, mate. You know, that's what parenthood's done to him. That's right, yeah. No, no, he, he, he's a good lad and he's a very good player. But no, that long side so oh, credit where it's due, they, they, they bloody work hard, don't they? And, and yeah. sometimes, sometimes that can win you games of football, as probably proven on Wednesday. And, you know, obviously we, we touched upon, to, to end it uh, at this point, you know, we touched upon coming back to, to win the league with Bishop's Cleave. You know, have you given yourself any personal targets for the season at all, mate? Um, yeah, I always I always tell myself oh, I want 30 goals. I mean, obviously two two seasons ago when I was at Cleave, I was on 32 and it got cut short in, what was it, February or March. Um, so I always do tell myself I'd love to get 30 goals, but... I mean, this to be fair, this Hellenic League is is probably one of the best Hellenic leagues I've seen in years. Mm. The, the teams that have joined, we all, we all know it's a strong, strong league. But you, as a striker, as, you know that's your job at the end of the day. Your job is stick the ball in the net. And if, if, you're, if you're not, if I come off that pitch and don't get a goal in a game, I'm disappointed. So you've got to be looking at 30, 35 goals. Is probably the way I look at it. Well, hopefully, mate, you get a couple today for for Bishop Steve against Train. Yeah, would but, be nice. Would um, be nice. Lastly, just to, to double check, we always check with everybody, but you know, for a game like this, what's your, your your pre-match routine? What are you doing this morning? Are you getting yourself ready, or were you ready last night? What's the crack? Bags already last night. Yeah, we. Ah, oh, um, of course it is. It always play. is. Yeah, we we um we we actually got all of our tracksuits yesterday, stuff like that. So it was a bit delayed because of the old COVID. So we all went to the club yesterday and picked up all our tracksuits. So you went and had a fashion fashion show. Basically, had a catwalk with our new towels and our. Any, anyone, anyone looking good, or is there anyone who you know tracksuit a little bit tight? Um, size some tracksuit tight, <laughs> ah, tracksuit tight. Um, but apart from that, no, they all look. We all look fresh, all ready to go, all ready Perfect. to go. But well, no, it's just just a casual. Just I've got the kids really this morning, so luckily the um, missus at home for a few hours to help me with them. But she's off at eleven o'clock, so I just got to go and drop the kids off at the sisters. She's having them while I play football, and then I got to pick them back up after. Well, hopefully, mate, we're we're you know getting home later and reading about how uh, Bishop Cleave have have got through in the FA Cup as well. Hopefully, mate. Hopefully, that's the plan. <laughs> Perfect, mate. Well, thanks very much for joining us on the the program today, and and we'll catch up with you later on in the season. No problem. Thanks, mate. Cheers. Jack, what's there? Join us live on Seven Sport. Fantastic chat. Go in. I'm going to go really and clip it up just so Mark Pritchett can hear. Uh, Jack Watts claimed that he's he's done him in a 50-50. He is not going to be pleased with that. That street credit gone right down the drain. But we're out of time. Out of time for another unbelievable programme here on 7 Sport. A reminder to uh, catch us later on today at Long Levens. Long Levens versus Chalfin St. Peter in the FA Cup preliminary round. We'll try and keep you up to date with what's going on throughout that game. Um, with the rest of the FA Cup games in particular, as well as the game at Gloucester City. Good luck to everybody in Cup and in League action. Good luck to the Stroud League team starting their uh, league season today. Um, and we look forward to seeing what the results look like later on this evening. But thanks very much for listening to me again this morning, and we'll see you at Long Levens this afternoon. For the best sports coverage in the West, visit 7sport.co.uk.